Interestingly, I don't have my Zoom on, even though it's on, because it's easier not to see you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I like seeing your face. It's, it's um, funny when you, when you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun when we sat in a room. Remember that? Oh, and had all oh yeah. With <laughs> when that lady came in. Every time. What was yeah, her name? Hong? Hong was the name, right? Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession, with Fabian Hoffman and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 28. I think we are on today. We have an exciting episode for you. We have a guest, uh, Rob, is going to be on the show. He's been teaching all summer with Fabian and we're looking forward to hearing uh, how things are going, kind of where his story came from, and kind of things that he's learned along the way that can help us as we go into the fall. And uh, I know, yeah. Fabian, we had a good week on Twitter for you. You were excited about a new resource that you put Very out. Tell excited. us about it. Um, I, was, I was not expecting this to blow up as much as it did. I think that was literally the one uh, tweet that I have released that has the most retweets and likes that mm -hmm. I've ever had. Like three and a half? And about two. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but um, uh, what I did was, so in my, um, in my English class that I'm teaching right now, and I have done this in my other, in my middle school class as well, um, they're writing an essay at the moment, and I'm doing a peer review um, activity with them tomorrow. And I have done the same kind last year, and I did it in my seventh grade English class as well. And the the way it works, it's Why essentially don't you just it's a tell station. Us what it is first. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> let me let me let me just do that. Jeez, um, it's based on John Meehan's um, Island Hopping. Um, if you, I, I put the I'll put the link in. Um, the notes. Um, it's it's essentially station rotations with your essay. So you go from station to station with your essay, and you um, you're going to read your partner's essay or your two partners' essays um, according uh, yeah according to like the the station. So it could be MLA style, and then the next station is what does the uh, conclusion sound uh, look like, and then how do they how do they quote, and just basic stuff. Um, because um, if you do all of that um, in one, uh, if you give them just that sheet and you say, let's do it, then that's just super overwhelming and you don't have as many eyes on um, your essay as you would have when you do the station rotation. And the cool thing is that it, every time you try to meet with other people so that there's like, I don't know how many eyes that have not seen your essay yet that are going to... Um, put comments on there and then they highlight stuff in different colors so you know what it stands for so one station is green the other one is blue whatever and so you know that okay so this is mla style this is conclusion this is introduction oh, etc cool. and it's and all so themed it's all thematic it's all themed yeah and it so looks for like a passport i think is what i saw earlier today yeah so for mehan what it was he had like he called it island hopping so it was all island style uh, island themed and for me since i have jedi academy it's all um uh, star wars themed and I called it Galaxy Crossing. And so they're traveling from planet to planet in mine. And um, because what they're doing is essentially, that was, that was his idea that I just embellished it a little bit, um, was that um, the, the paper that they have, where they have their notes on, they can use as a checklist, um, it's a passport. 
is what he called it. And I was like, okay, what, why not actually turn this into an actual passport? And so um, I, I remember that there are these mini books that you can uh, print out and then cut and then you can fold them up. And it's like I did this with my son, uh, with my son during distance learning. And it was like words that they had to write, like pen or paper or whatever. So really simple words and they had to color it. Yeah. And um, so the technique I took from there. And then I just put the, the text that I had on my uh, worksheet that I would have given them. I, I just made it smaller and I put it on there. And so every page now is a different planet. And so they just go from station to station. And then they have their... Um, their, their friend, their uh, student, what is it? Friend, whatever. And uh, they have it uh, signed off by them when I they're done. When so I kind of feel... I like yeah. missed these long explanations. But you can find it on Twitter, right? At HoffmanEDU. Yeah. And then... Uh, and I created a template. Yeah. And so um, we're going to record a video where I'm going to explain how this whole thing works. Because we're YouTubers, remember? So we're going to have a YouTuber yeah. out there for you guys. Exactly. All, for you all. Um, I'll explain how it works. I'll share the template um, with you guys. And then uh, you have something to play with. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be awesome. Well, thanks. I mean, there's so many more things to talk about. But we really want to get to Rob and uh, just hear from him. So uh, let's do that, yeah? Okay, well, we're excited to have a guest here today. Fabian, take us away. What do we got today? All right, we have with us today, we have Mr. Rob Marston, uh, one of my good friends uh, who I have known for quite a while. Yep, um, good and friend, he quite a is while. Okay. Yep, that's oh. all you got to know. Yep. Um, no, he's, <laughs> he's a teacher here at uh, Le Chardon Academy um, in the mountains of Kailua. It's a really pretty campus. I'm teaching summer school there, and so I run into him. Uh, almost every day because he's so teaching summer, summer school summer there as well. teaching, you're teaching with him. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he does amazing stuff in his classroom, and he's just mm-hmm. an overall mm-hmm. fun human being, and that's why I thought he might be a good addition to the tribe. Does he and that's do why magic he's on the show. like you do magic? Mm, I don't know. Do you do magic? That Rob? would be amazing. <laughs> uh, do you do magic? All right, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for being on the podcast with us. Thanks. I, I'm very excited to be here. Um, I know one Are magic you, trick. You seem a little scared. You, sa- you seem you, a you little don't bit sound excited. Yeah. It's, I mean, just the build-up to get us to this point has been a journey in itself. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited to be here. Hey, it was only like 25 minutes. Usually it takes us much longer, okay? So stop complaining. Well, we'd love Why are you already complaining? I'm not complaining. I don't just know anything about you, Rob. So can you maybe start with like... Yeah. What you teach, and obviously how you got started. Are you, yeah. We usually f- we usually start with our guests, like how you got started and why you got started in teaching. So how like I got started in, ed- in in education. Yeah, and like what what did, what led you into that? If you started later, like so, example. like when I started preschool, or like when I started like teaching. <laughs> I mean, it depends. I was a wee lad. <laughs> well, back in the day. Um, all right, I started teaching in 2008 in the United Kingdom. Um, I was a year five teacher, which I think works out as a grade five teacher. Um, the, the years are a oh, little bit different. Five, five. Okay. So I did that for about three years in the UK, teaching the England national curriculum. Um, and so is that also like uh, elementary school here? School yeah, it's elementary here. Secondary? It's pretty much the same, same. Um, okay. do, 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 do. Uh, taught all subjects, PE. God, I used to teach music. That was hard. I mean, they didn't learn anything. Um, <laughs> art. Art, they did. Um, PE, that was fun. 
But so in England, you're pretty much responsible for teaching all the subjects. Um, yeah. And then uh, after three years, I went to teach in Indonesia into, in an international school wow. with international primary um, curriculum. That was super fun because that was kind of like thematic and kind of inquiry based. Um, yeah. And it was really cool teaching Did in a different country. Did the students learn anything during that time or was that? Uh, yeah, I learned um, <laughs> my kind of whole world view changed of like, like, you know, the furthest I've traveled was really like Florida, which is kind of like a British colony anyway, you know, if you go to Disneyland. <laughs> and then I've been to Spain yeah. and traveled parts of Europe, but I learned a lot. Um, it's a dominantly Muslim country, so, you know, it's very, such a huge contrast. Uh, yeah. I just learned kind of like the world is a much bigger place and kind of my whole world view changed, which was, I think is really important. Everybody should go traveling. Um, yeah. It was a really great experience to be teaching students that, like, at a minimum, spoke three different languages. They spoke English just as well as me and you, Scott, and, you know, Fabian almost spoke as well as they did. And, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, excuse like, yeah, me. Like that was, that was a cheap, that was a cheap shot. That was well, a cheap no. shot. Um, <laughs> but in Indonesia, I taught a second and third grade composite class, so that was something a little bit different. I wanted to teach a little bit younger. Uh, just trying to get that experience. And then eventually I moved to Hawaii. My, my, who is my wife now in Indonesia. We were teaching the same school. Moved to here legally, have a green card. Um, it's important hey, to add these days. Wait, so you met your wife in Indonesia teaching at this school? Yeah, she, she was teaching school. kindergarten grade one. Is that right? Yeah, nice. I was teaching grade two, so she had to. Okay. Um, uh, so we met in the same school. That's awesome. Traveled together, then we moved back here, um, and now we both teach at the same school at Leisure Down Academy, okay. which is kind of funny because we both said we won't work in the same school again. There was nothing wrong with it, which, you know, you just had, like, I'd come home and say, oh, something interesting happened today, and she'd be like, I knew I, I was there. I, I was there. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, like, oh, it'd be nice to, like, have different stories and know different people, but then we just ended up working at the same school. That's interesting. She kind of helped me that, get my foot in the door anyway, and then they kind of offered her like a job. How does that she was, play out then? So do you guys just like know each other's stories of everything that's going on? The just good don't the, talk to each other anymore. Yeah, we just we don't talk. To, <laughs> we just TV. I just hide behind. Just I just turn it off as a direction when I see her or hide, and then we have things to talk about <laughs> at the end of the day. It's great. Yeah, um, it's cool. Awesome. I mean, that's the foundation of a great marriage right there, you know. Healthy. Avoiding <laughs> for sure. Very, very healthy, yeah. So, but, but why did you get into teaching? Like, what was your decision to uh, get started there? It's a great question. So, my mom... Don't say, like, don't say, don't do the whole, like, oh, I always wanted to be a teacher. Wait, so, you, you asked them a question, and now you're saying don't give yeah, don't your say answer that. if okay. it's a, this answer. No, but is it, is it something like that? Did you Just always... <laughs> think that teaching was awesome just let me do my thing man. <laughs> yeah um and i mean if you want i can answer the question unless you want to know me some parameters more of how i can answer the question <laughs> Fabian. It's, it's up to you how can... thank you rob <laughs> i'm gonna try and navigate and you just you jump in there Fabian, and redirect um my mum was a teacher and then went on to be like um a head of a district um my stepdad was um like a um, head teacher um, that kind of, I don't know, it was just kind of, so when I, before I was going to college, I wanted to train to do something that was training to be a job. I didn't want to go to college to like things. So I was doing a toss up between coming a nurse or a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, 
I, I just decided to be a teacher, which I'm really happy I did, because I'm really happy as a teacher. I might have been happy as a nurse, I don't know, but hey here. Um, um, so that kind of led in, and then it was, I joined a four-year teaching degree program, so the teaching, so it was like every year you, you, like, you like doing teaching. Uh, yeah. The first year I almost failed, that was really bad. Um, you, I, I bounced back, obviously. Um, so, um, and so it's then, a four-year program. That's interesting. Because in Germany, it's like a two-year program. Um, most program, most people in the UK become a teacher by taking the PGC, the Postgraduate Certificate of Education. I decided to do a four-year program, which is kind of rare. Okay. Um, um, which... I, I thought it was really good. I got to learn a lot more and have a lot more days in schools and stuff. And then I kind of, in the second year, I kind of fell in love with the role. I was kind of 50-50, like, is this for me? Can I shall this go and, you know, do something else? Um, yeah. And then I've kind of loved education since. Why did I become a teacher? I, I don't well, know. I, I just like you answered that because you, you just... You, you love it's clearly Fabian you're doing it you're doing it again Fabian I was about to get yeah, deep no, I'm telling you, know. you I'm telling you what your answer is we were is. almost there and then you jumped in well it was always like part of your life obviously yeah right? it, it's uh, yeah so I mean I remember being in my mom's classroom when she was an elementary teacher when you know she was going yeah. the weekends and stuff um god I listened to her stories at the end of the day and some of them are really boring um which i hope my kids don't say this i hope my stories are way more exciting they, as what my they kids will uh -huh. my wife really thinks all of my stories are interesting so sure. i imagine yeah i mean my daughters must mm -hmm. go to the playground and tell the kids like my dad is the best story ever yeah <laughs> my favorite is when it's like the end of the day and we're like really done kids are asleep and like her eyes she's trying so hard to stay awake but i just keep going on and on See, my, my wife like doesn't even do that anymore. She's not trying to stay awake. She just, like, conks out. She really That's wants it. to. Well, you, you probably tell her how to listen and how to answer to different points, so. That's, that would be <laughs> difficult, man. It's oh, a whole book right there. Let's do a Excuse whole podcast me? on it. Excuse me. Be married to Fabian. I love this. This wow. is a fantastic interview so far. Wow. Thanks, Rob. Okay, fine. All right, what's our next, what's our next question, Fabian? I don't know. You can ask a question. Um, well, everybody's no, just yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not yelling. Uh, so but if you're no, listening, you're snarky. Tribe, okay. tribe, it's important for you to know that today we have decided because Fabian needed a little bit more community in our tribe that we are on Zoom and we're recording so that yeah. we can see each other. And um, have you ever seen a picture of a, like a puppy that looks really sad? That's what Fabian looks like right now. Yeah. Because his, yeah. he's like, like Puss in Boots holding the hat up. Like, except <laughs> yes, that's, that's it. I practiced that one. <laughs> really, yeah. No, you normally have like three questions. You have yeah, like okay, so second, and yeah. Yeah. And let me just do my thing. It's, it's all part of my shtick. Yeah, a, you have yeah. a stick for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh -huh. So, uh, second question is, um, what is something that you have introduced into your class um, lately that worked really well? And considering, I mean, um, I don't know if you changed anything for summer school, but what about uh, if there's if there's nothing there? What about like um, when you went into distance learning, distance teaching? What is something that worked really well for you? Um. So something that particularly worked well in distance learning? 
yeah, or a sure. resource that you're using. Yeah. Okay. Or something that you're like, man, this is working, and I'm stoked, and tell the tribe about it. Um, okay, so I think the biggest part of our distance learning experience that was most successful, trying to speak properly here, um, was the team I had. Can I go there? Sure. Or do you want me to give a shout out to some tech? To I can shout out Google Classroom, Zoom, Google Meet. I, I can. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to say anything. No, I time. mean, you, distance, own, distance yeah. learning, we had to like professionally develop, and I'm sure loads of teachers had to do this like no other. Like we, I did more professional development in two weeks than I did in probably six months because yeah. we had to completely redefine our role. Um, and so I learned how to, you know, record myself on videos uh, with Screencastify. I learned how to run Google Meets, Zooms, change backgrounds on Zooms for fun. Um, Which is really important for staff meetings. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to look like you're that guy on the beach, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. or in the Redwood Forest. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what pictures are behind yours? Because, oh... You mean like just a beach background? Yeah, but always have a green screen. You and said, you don't... I want to be that guy on the beach. And I thought, do you put a picture of a guy on a beach <laughs> behind you? That's hilarious. No, that, I'd still like to have a job. I mean, you provide the, the guy's guy clothed, obviously. Um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is why I, I'm glad he cleared that up because I don't want people listening yeah. to like this. Like, wow, this no, dude. Well, I'm sure I'm the only one who really... Because they're probably thinking, wow, they really scraped the barrel on this, this one and like who they invited on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but the so we learn about a lot of different tech tools. But the biggest thing that was most successful is the team that I was working with. So I'm on a team with three mm -hmm. other people in fifth grade, uh, two other teachers like myself, and then a TA, uh, TA. And the four of us, we didn't just become classroom teachers anymore. We kind of like all took responsibility for the whole grade level. So it all made we just shared a load. And if we didn't do that, I don't think some of us would be teachers anymore. I just think we would have just completely turned yeah. off. And you're only as good as the people around you. Um, and we we yeah, learned that in uh, that experience. Not around you anymore. <laughs> See, Fabian, I'm trying to go deep again. And you just like jump in there. Hey, I know? was just replying to the insult that yeah. was thrown at me. Yeah, I mean, you're throwing you're throwing water on people's bonfires. You know, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm getting going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so um, yeah, and we, like, my RTA was, she was, like, working with kids for, like, two hours just to help them through math yeah. because they didn't have that classroom experience and their parents might have been, like, trying to maintain their own jobs. So it was, um, that's probably the biggest success to our distance learning. We tried to do some innovative things. We tried to keep running our book groups. We used the Audible, published a load of books for free for kids. Mm -hmm. So we, that, we yeah. took it, we... Try, we tried to keep doing our dystopian genre unit, then got kids to collaborate over Padlet. And we just tried to use the tools that we usually had and just tried to make them, hammer them into that distance learning shape that we needed. Yeah, and it worked. Great. I mean, we've all kind of been there, right? I yeah. I have a question, Fabian. Um, and so I'm going to just take it. Go uh, for it. So, Rob, I think, you know, for us, for the rest of us, you're now starting, I think, your fourth week of summer. Yes. Uh, isn't this the fourth no, week? Or ending or you're ending, ending the fourth, the fourth week, week yeah. of summer. So I would have asked this to Fabian, but I'd much rather hear from you. Like, is there advice that you would give the rest of us? So in Hawaii, we start school again in like three weeks. 
And so is there advice or maybe four that you would give us, even though it's, it's like short-sighted advice because it's only been three or four weeks, but you've been doing it for four weeks now, what advice would you give to teachers who are listening as we approach starting the school year in this new mode? Because we finished distance learning. Now you're doing the summer thing with Fabian. And he's talked the last few weeks about what that experience has been like. What's your advice to us other teachers who are going to start in the fall? Sure. So um, before I give that, I'll just give a little bit of context. So we're teaching in classrooms face-to-face. -face, and they've reduced numbers to nine kids per teacher, which is a, a really nice luxury to have. Um, so a lot of people will probably be going back to school with numbers larger than that. Um, my advice would be know that it's going to be different. Um, you know, just encourage good hygiene, encourage as much good distancing as possible, which it could seems impossible yeah. in some of the rooms. Um, get kids to wash their hands, bring in some hand sanitizer. I use spray hand sanitizer, which works. It's a lot of things. I uh, just spray that on my hands every couple of minutes. Um, and then also... Like just put it in a spray bottle and like spray it like... Yeah, look for the liquidy stuff. Put it in a little spray bottle and shoot, 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 like up your arms. And one huge one that I'm working with and some other staff right now is just... We, we read a book about childhood trauma and knowing that kids are coming out of social kind of distancing and stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about young, very impressionable people who've... And, None of us teachers are, can really empathize with the situation because we haven't seen anything like this in our lifetime. Is that all these kids are coming from different places. Some of them had incredibly great supportive networks from parents and grandparents. Some of them have not. They've probably just been trying to do their best. And so just remember where the, every kid is coming from a different place. And that emotional well-being and health comes before learning. If you have the emotional well-being and the understanding and the empathy and the compassion in place, then the learning can take place. But you've got to remember that kids are coming from probably some of them or a lot of them from a very difficult, confusing place. Yeah. Um, depending on the age you work. So just keep that in mind every single day when you start the day. Uh, like a, a child that might have not have acted up last year might begin to start acting up. A child might seem more quiet. Some children might just want to have a chat and let them. Because you, you need that safety nest in your classroom before you can begin learning. And that's that'd be yeah. my greatest advice. That and spray bottle hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Well, that majorly exceeded any expectations I had of advice. So thank you for that. That's fantastic. Not that I had – what I'm not saying is that I had super low – I'm just saying it. Well, you were I thinking you're going to ask me. That's why your expectations are pretty low. so much higher. Uh, thank you. I mean – I mean, I get, I get why you had a low bar. I had no microphone. I had no head, like, posh headphones, you know, just like, Fabian, who is this dude? Mm -hmm. So Fabian right now has, like, three different classrooms. He has, like, a, like third graders, ninth graders, and... Uh, middle school, seven, six, um, seven. Like, what are you teaching right now during the summer? Um, so I'm teaching someone very different from what I usually do. I'm teaching two Lego robotics classes. Are they all one grade? Um, my first class is... It's meant to be for grades one to three, but I've got second and third graders. Um, my second class okay. is was meant to be four to six, but I'm with just four grade fourth graders because we've kind of there's two of us teaching these classes because we had good enrollment. Um, it's super fun. It's very different. I kind of like it because it's very different from what I do in my usual role. 
Yeah, well, and what do you normally teach? Like in the fall, what do you teach? Uh, fifth grade. So I teach. I'm a fifth grade what homeroom teacher. I'm responsible for math, language arts, and unit of inquiry, which is kind of your social studies and your science. And luckily, not music because they would learn nothing. No, God. I mean, I. It, luckily, they have a. We're very lucky in our school that we have like specialized teachers like language, arts, music. I feel like we could get you a harmonica though, and something. Could Probably. Yeah. yeah I, I mean. I have a little, I have a little booklet with songs for the harmonica in German. Kazoo? I don't know if that helps. Oh, no, I mean, I've tried beatboxing at kids before, but that's not good. I've never gone down well, so yeah. well, maybe in COVID no. times. Yeah, I don't think we're not a beatboxing great idea. during COVID times. Well, that's and awesome. Doesn't, Fabian, doesn't do you have, have any other effect. questions or anything? Um, where are you going? What's like? What's your? What's the future going to look like? Because we talked about um, what you're, um, what you're working on right now, um, with your what is it your master's right that you work uh, yeah so i'm doing a master's in curriculum development and advanced teaching it's um okay the university is called the university of the people and people are like what is that like but it's actually really cool because it's designed by ib um which is a international baccalaureate which is the curriculum we have at our school um they literally design a master's program so i'm I'm an online student and I'm working with IB teachers throughout the world. So I'm currently in a group collaborative project on um, best instructional practices for elementary and middle school. And I'm literally with one teacher in Nigeria, one teacher in Ghana, a teacher in China, one teacher on the mainland. That's amazing. And we're collaborating every day. So I'm, the great thing about this course is I'm learning new stuff, but I'm also working with other IB teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in like, I mean, I'm, like one of these teachers has to kind of like overcome the Chinese firewall. Oh, God. Uh, like another teacher, like literally is in Nigeria on like, so my Wi-Fi network sometimes goes out because we get blackouts quite often. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, I have Wi-Fi all day. Every, it makes you, it really opens your eyes. Like, wow. My biggest problem sometimes is, you know, nothing compared to like these other people just trying to get an education. And then, yeah, and then you, you take that experience that the teacher has and then, I don't know, multiply that by five yeah. million and just think about, like, what, what students are going through in Nigeria or in China or whatever. When it yeah, exactly. To, it just – um, Multiplying it by five million. Because yeah, that's how hard it is. Yeah, exactly. You it really makes you feel <laughs> – it really makes you feel grateful for what you have and privileged. Yeah. And also, like, wow, I'm going to – I'm getting – you know, I, I can get this master's because I don't have, I can access resources like Kindle books and yeah. I have a school, uh, school has a professional development library and, um, you know, and I have a stable Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi connection, but I've got someone who's on a group project who literally could lose their Wi-Fi connection, which for an online course is disastrous, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's and awesome. And so you what are you going to do with that? What, 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 what is the end game? Because I think the end game. Like, I really want to go into. I really want to go into curriculum development. Um, I mean, administration, like principal. It. I'm. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't get me as infused as a curriculum development. I'd like to be involved in kind of a bigger curriculum development role, like something more like district wide. But. I mean, right now I'm very happy as a homeroom teacher. I'm. Yeah. You know. Um, so I'm. The fact that I'm happy in my role, I consider that to be great. Um, I'm very happy with the people I work with, but eventually at some point I would like to go into curriculum development in one way or another. Um, and I read a lot around that. And I'm also very interested in childhood well-being right now. I'm not sure if that's going to be a direction. 
Because um, cool. you were you were talking that you're working on that project, the uh, compassionate. What is it? Um, I want to kind of write about. I want uh, an area that I'm interested in writing in is something like compassion and learning. I'm trying to. I thought of a term, compassionate driven learning, which kind of sounds cheesy, but it kind of captures what I think is important. I think that's. I think that's a need in education where we need to kind of develop empathy. Uh, especially as we move more towards a technology kind of based society where, you know, many of yeah. my students are interested in gaming and being online and we kind of lose that face to face empathy and that compassion in that. Yeah. And I feel like that's awesome. Making explicit kind of learning experience based around that is more important than ever. Um, yeah. I don't know how I'd study that. I don't know how to base that. I don't know how to write about it, but I've, I've read quite a bit about it where I think it's an area that I think could be developed. And it's I, one think it's, um, I think it's definitely something that that especially now with like you said like they're, they're already online but now that they are lacking like the interaction yeah that they used we, to have with school that that is something that they're definitely going to miss like that um experience with like compassion showing compassion to other students or to other friends or whatever um it's just different when you do that online versus versus in is like this why you wanted to, to be face to face so that I would have more compassion on you? It doesn't seem to be working, Fabian. I'm no, it's not. Not with you. Well, You're I kind of have a closing question so that uh, we can uh, close this down. But Rob, uh, uh, it's a really important kind of like deep question. Uh, can you tell me something that either really bugs you about working with Fabian <laughs> or something really funny or interesting about your and his interactions or how you met or is there anything that like some dirt that I could have based on your guys' relationship so far? Um, we were going on a beach walk once. <laughs> oh, God. I know where this is going. And, um, yeah. you know, we were walking, you know, um, you know enjoying life. Um, yeah, long walk on the beach, okay, yeah. yes. Roma it was romantic. But if we, I mean, if we were holding hands, that's okay. He wanted to, but he respected <laughs> my decision. Um, and he accidentally threw, uh, lost part of his plastic cup into the ocean. I did not throw it, okay? It was just gone. I don't know where it went. And it was, it's still probably sitting somewhere, and I couldn't find it. I was looking you for it. You had a cup, and your answer is, I don't know where it went. It's just... Gone? It was just the just, lid. The lid. Just, just to add it, it was a plastic cup. That's important. Right. You know, it's not. Right. Yeah. So, uh, environmental uh, <laughs> terrorist. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Add that to, whoa, terrorist. So when, <laughs> so when summer is a little bit more hot or places getting a little bit yeah. cold, just think of that. Yeah. You know. When you jab <laughs> your foot on a piece of microplastic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Rob. It's so great to have you on and sharing your thoughts and. As part of the tribe, you know, like, it's so helpful to get, I love the advice you gave and the way you, uh, kind of your perspective and the compassion. Clearly, you, both of you guys teach with a lot of compassion. So I won't obviously appreciate Fabian for that. But Rob, thanks so much. Yeah. No, thanks. thank you. Thanks for having me on. This has been really great to meet you, Scott, and uh, talk to you again, Fabian. That's been good, too. I'll, I'll just track you down. That, so, that, did, that sounded, that did it's not sound, I meant that to be sounded sounded more super, meaningful. I really did. It sounded super convincing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you can voice that over. Just edit over that one. Just put a British oh, no, accent on it. We're not editing. There's no yeah. editing. There's no editing. Yeah. That's beyond well, my skills. Awesome. All right. Well, All right, thanks thank so you, much, Rob. Uh, everybody. This has been Rob Marsden, and we're stoked to have him. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
All right. Well, that was fantastic, Rob. Uh, we're really glad that he was able to join us. I think I, I love the, the, the uh, <laughs> his, his worst story about you is that a cup disappeared and we believe it was just the lid. Nothing, <laughs> yeah, a cup and lid. Uh, but I, man, his advice, even, you know, yeah, like I said, we're all short sighted in this, but so yeah. you guys have a little bit more than, than I, we do, the rest of us in the tribe. And so to give yeah. us that, but I think, thoughts, those I think thoughts those are definitely down. words of wisdom for sure. Like, because it's, it's like taken from like real life right now, you know, and, and so and that's all stuff that we definitely need. Um, since nobody else can give us any guidance or is giving us any guidance, um, I think that kind of stuff is gold. Yeah, sure. you know, it was interesting because when he started answering it, you know, you kind of start with this huge question, but then he, yeah. he kept boiling it down and then it just came down to relationships. Man, we don't know where yeah. they're coming from and we need to spend time with them and empathy is more important than lessons and, you know, all these kind of things. And you just went, yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah, well, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that tribe, and we're really glad that we could take a, a, a guest, and we'd love more guests. So if you are into or more tribe members as part of our team, and if you're yeah, interested in that, I, I was thinking, why don't we just have them just tweet at us? No? Do we have to do all of them? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, if you want to be – where are people leaving messages? Can you just, like, clue us in? I'm a little – Let's just say I'm Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Do we from. have something? Oh, right, we have something. Yeah. It's called uh, yeah. Finding Tribe Pod, at Finding Tribe Pod. That would be on Twitter. On Twitter. And you can follow yeah. that and send us a message through there, either d a direct message or just at, at message us. Um, you can also <laughs> follow me at HoffmanEDU1F2Ns and also Scott, who uh, runs in, in the, uh, under his name. Does this, does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. At finding my aloha. No, no it doesn't make any sense at no, all. Yeah. But I'm at finding my aloha because I am constantly. Uh, I feel like living in a place of trying to find my aloha yeah. in teaching and in life. So this is fantastic. Yeah, and then you can also send us an email at find. Uh, it's not at, but uh, finding our tribe podcast at gmail.com. And you can also leave us a voice message like you heard before. Charlie Myers sent us a message again. Um, and you can send us one on Anchor. Um, all you got to do is go to Anchor FM. The link is in the uh, show notes. It's also on the Finding Tribe Pod uh, Twitter page. So if you want to leave yeah, us a message, we'll play like it. Yeah, maybe like post that periodically. Like, hey, leave us a message and we'll play it on the podcast. Yeah. Because uh, like that did. was really cool to be able to hear them. And we have one more, but we'll do that next time. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. So great. Thanks, everybody. We Kay. hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And we'll uh, see you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Ciao, ciao.